in a set of 24 simulated scenarios conducted by Washington-based think tank CSIS, Chinese attempts at invasion of Taiwan nearly always end in China's defeat. In most cases, the scenarios finished with the survival of Taiwan's autonomy, but with heavy losses endured by the U.S. and Japan. The think tank said that to endure, to ensure a better outcome, the U.S. must better equip Taiwan, allowing it to defend itself. Let's hear from a senior CI, CSIS advisor. Chinese forces were unable to conquer the island, and Taiwan endured as an autonomous democracy. Concerned about the possible outbreak of a war in the Taiwan Strait, the Washington-based Center for Strategic and International Studies designed a war game to model a Chinese amphibious invasion of Taiwan in 2026, which it ran 24 times in a variety of scenarios. China failed to take over Taiwan in nearly every scenario, and its forces sustained heavy losses. China also took terrible losses, often including more than 100 warships and tens of thousands of soldiers killed, wounded, or captured. Such a failure might endanger the Chinese Communist Party's grip on power. CSIS said that a failed attempt at invading Taiwan may cause the collapse of the CCP, but the U.S. and Japan would also sustain heavy losses during the battle. In four weeks of fighting, the United States typically lost hundreds of aircraft, two aircraft carriers, and up to two dozen other ships. Bases on Guam were devastated. The Taiwanese economy suffered extensive damage. Japan was often dragged into the war and its bases attacked. Taiwan's military would also see the loss of roughly 3,500 soldiers, four destroyers, and 22 Coast Guard vessels, but it would not suffer defeat. CSIS says that the first priority is to ensure that Taiwan is well armed. Unlike Ukraine, Taiwan is surrounded by the sea, meaning that overland logistical support is not possible. Once fighting begins, it will be difficult for allies to provide Taiwan with assistance, it said. It runs out within typically the first couple of days. Uh, and when that runs out, then the United States has to use shorter range munitions. Those can be effective, but it increases uh, losses and increases uh, risk. As long as we remain number one, then, then we will deter the war that people worry about, a great power war between China uh, and the United States. The U.S. and Japan will help defend Taiwan, but the U.S. should immediately strengthen Taiwan's defensive capabilities and should put a stop to China's military expansion. In the future, Taiwan may have around 2,000 anti-ship missiles, which will effectively prevent Chinese vessels from landing on Taiwan and limiting the threat from its convoy. CSIS suggests that the U.S. provide Taiwan with inexpensive weapon systems, better enabling it to protect itself. Taiwan has received a high number of foreign delegations in recent days. The latest was a delegation of Spanish parliamentarians on Tuesday, which followed two delegations of parliamentarians from Lithuania and Germany on Monday. And experts say the momentum is likely to continue as countries rally against an increasingly aggressive Beijing. China's Eastern Theater Command has protested the visit on Chinese social media, saying that it would not allow, quote, foreign forces to interfere in Taiwan. Any attempt to change the status quo by force or threatening to uh, do it by force uh, is unacceptable. A delegation of German parliamentarians met with President Tsai Ing-wen on Tuesday. During the meeting, both sides spoke about shared democratic values. The group arrived on Monday, the same day a delegation arrived from Lithuania. That's just two of many foreign delegations that have visited Taiwan in the past two weeks. Last week, Tsai met with a former head of NATO, who also expressed solidarity with Taiwan. 
Today, Taiwan is a solid democracy that belongs to the family of the world's democracies. Prior to the visit by the former NATO head, a Japanese delegation arrived on December 26, led by parliamentarian Seiko Hiroshige, who was a close confidant of the late Prime Minister Abe Shinzo. That was followed by a delegation from South Korea's Taiwan-Korean Parliamentary Friendship Group on December 28. That delegation was joined by the Deputy Speaker of the National Assembly of South Korea. Besides the visit by the former NATO head on January 3rd and the German and Lithuanian delegations on Monday, a delegation from Spain arrived on Tuesday. And more visits could soon come from the U.S., as newly elected U.S. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has expressed the desire to visit Taiwan. The situation has left China furious. China's Eastern Theater Command began holding exercises in the Taiwan Strait on Saturday and has released a video of the drills. On Chinese social media, the command also posted that it was resolutely opposed to provocative external forces colluding with Taiwan independence advocates. Beijing is growing increasingly worried, so it's ramping up pressure in various ways. This is backfiring on China and the international community as other countries condemn it for its actions. This is creating a vicious circle for China. The expert says that China's handling of domestic human rights issues has resulted in international criticism, and that as countries unite in this criticism, the frequency of delegations to Taiwan is likely to increase. Taiwan's state-owned electric supplier, Thai Power, is expected to accumulate 278 billion NT in losses over the course of 2023. In addition to last year's accumulated loss of 267 billion NT. That means in just two years, the company could see losses of 546 billion NT dollars, a record high. Let's hear from Thai Power. Amid high important inflation, both of Taiwan's state-owned energy companies have had to act as dampers. We're on the front line, blocking impact from that on prices in Taiwan to prevent severe inflation. According to international norms, it's usually a mixed solution. The government can offer electric subsidies, increase capital, or hold on to more shares in the company. It can even turn a private company into a public one. Of course, in the end, there is always the option to do a reasonable adjustment of electricity prices depending on fuel prices. The issue of electricity prices has to be considered as a whole, for example, finding ways for big electricity consumers to reduce usage. Inflationary pressure can also be considered in some areas. Any adjustments to electricity prices should be considered very carefully. The DPP lawmaker says adjusting electricity prices should be thought through thoroughly. Meanwhile, Thai Power warns that rising prices could send ripples of inflation to all prices in Taiwan. Taiwan's borders are once more open to travelers, and with them come lots of infectious diseases, many of which are thriving post-COVID. One disease to watch out for is pertussis, which is also known as whooping cough. Luckily, the flu-like disease can be easily prevented with a vaccine. Doctors recommend you to get a pertussis booster shot once every 10 years. Lots of us have rolled up our sleeves to get extra vaccinations in recent years. But now, after COVID-19, doctors say other vaccines are important, like pertussis. In adults, it seems like an early-stage cold. 
You might have a light fever, coughing or sneezing. In the later stage, the classic symptoms are a sustained cough or in the classic case, you cough so hard that you vomit. Pertussis is a highly infectious disease that spreads by droplets. The early symptoms are very like a cold and lots of people ignore them. But when the cough sets in, it can linger and last a month or longer. Older adults and those with other chronic conditions must be aware of complications like pneumonia. The pertussis vaccine is currently very effective at preventing pertussis, but we have found that as time goes on, after about 10 years, the antibodies decrease significantly. So right now, for effective prevention, we encourage people to get a pertussis booster every 10 years. Doctors say the jab is only good for about a decade. After that, its protection is gone. The pertussis vaccine is safe even for pregnant women. The vaccine is a relatively safe one. Generally, we recommend it for adults concerned about catching pertussis, or if you have diabetes, heart disease, or even lung diseases. Since Taiwan's borders reopened, more and more people are taking vacations abroad. If you're heading overseas, it's not just COVID-19 and the flu that might be on your tail. Lesser-known diseases like the whooping cough might be on the horizon. The Lunar New Year is approaching, which for many employees means it's time to get their year-end bonuses. One tech company has announced a year-end bonus of 30 months' pay. Another is giving out bonuses of more than 1 million NT to all employees who have been with the company for at least a year. Captain America shows up on the second floor. He's joined by Spider-Man, Optimus Prime from the Transformers, and Superman. It's a year-end banquet like before the pandemic. While feasts like these can be fun, what employees really want to know is how big a bonus they'll be getting for the Lunar New Year. Don't forget that year-end bonuses reflect the company's performance over the previous year, so it's a lagging indicator. So for the tech sector, there could be some worries about inventories and weak demand in the first half of the year. That could also affect the willingness of tech firms to increase wages. According to a job bank survey, tech firms on average are set to issue a 1.89 months of salary as a bonus before the Lunar New Year. That's in contrast with 2.56 months in the finance sector. With poor export performance in the fourth quarter of 2022 and a slowing economy, salary hikes are not a given. There are some exceptions. Semiconductor IC testing interface firm Winway says it will be handing out a bonus worth 30 months of salary, together with a wage hike of 40%. Meanwhile, semiconductor manufacturer Realtek, which already issued bonuses in October, will reportedly be given out more than 1 million NT to employees who've been in the company for at least one year. Over in the telecommunications industry, a company is raising salaries by 12% to retain talent. The hike is bigger this year because of the reasons I just mentioned. The pandemic was a hard time for our employees. And now with inflation and a shrinking workforce, it's getting harder and harder to find workers. So that's why we decided to raise salaries, to attract more talented workers. With high demand for 5G products and consolidation among Taiwan's top three telecoms, the industry is raising salaries to bring in some New Year cheer and make inflation a little less painful for workers. It's common for people in Taiwan to buy scratch-off and lotto tickets ahead of the Lunar New Year. But many are unaware of the odds. One YouTuber decided to test the odds for himself. He and his friends bought a booklet of 2,000 NT tickets and shared the results with his viewers.
YouTuber Wei Ting Liu and his friends lost half of what they spent on the tickets, but it turns out that their luck was actually better than the average odds. Let's take a look at just how much you can expect to win from a scratch ticket. YouTuber Wei Ting Liu and his friends put together 36,000 NT to buy a book of 18 scratch tickets. Six of the tickets were duds, but there were two winning tickets worth 5,000 NT each, three worth 2,000 NT each, and seven worth 1,000 NT each. That means the group of friends paid out 13,000 NT in losses. I once spent roughly 20,000 NT on tickets and got less than half of that back, but it was just for fun. I don't look at the odds of winning when I buy scratch stickers, I just grab whatever catches my eye. If you're an unlucky person, buy a few tickets and you'll lose money. If you hope to win from scratch tickets, don't just look at the odds of winning. For example, the overall odds for winning a prize on the 20 million NT Super Red envelope, which costs 2,000 NT, are 69.33%. But with prizes as low as 1,000 NT or 500 NT, winning a prize could still result in losses for the buyer. To break even, you'd need to win at least 2,000 NT, but the odds of winning that amount are only 29.33%. If you want to walk away with even modest winnings, for example, a winning ticket worth 5,000 NT, the odds go down to only 10.29%. In truth, 70.67% of the time, buyers will end up losing money on the tickets. There are lots of people who buy an entire book. We've already gotten about 100 people who each want to buy a book, so they reserve that with us. They're afraid that if they don't get the book and the 20 million NT winning ticket is inside, they'll lose out. So what ticket should you buy if you're hoping for the big win? Buyers have several choices of tickets ahead of the Lunar New Year holiday. The 20 million NT Super Red Envelope, which costs 2,000 NT, has an expected value of negative 25, which means that for every 100 NT spent, there will be an expected loss of 25 NT. There is also the 500 NT Golden Rabbit Awards, with an expected value of negative 32, and two types of 100 NT ticket, the Best Wishes for the Year of the Rabbit, and the God of Wealth Welcome Welcome spring, each with an expected value of negative 38.02. Taiwan's state-owned airline, China Airlines, is revamping its in-flight menus en route to Japan in an attempt to attract flyers. The airline has teamed up with a renowned restaurant in Tokyo to produce a delicately curated multi-course meal. And it's not the only airline expanding its offerings. Tiger Air Taiwan is now serving up more vegetarian options than before, while Starlux gets flight attendants to make you a sweet cup of bubble tea high in the sky. Slices of Japanese black beef sizzle on the pan, while a chef meticulously portions a piece of crispy duck breast. Appetizing is the word. Magatama tofu is made following a highly complex process. Kaiseki, a kind of Japanese whole cuisine, is coming to China Airlines' in-flight menu. With the post-pandemic recovery, we want to offer our passengers a different kind of experience when traveling to Japan. The dishes change with the four seasons. These are all part of the early spring imperial feast menu. Business class passengers on flights to Japan can enjoy this completely new in-flight dining experience. To make it possible, the foods are cooled rapidly to preserve the best texture, which is a big challenge. 
The development of these dishes took about half a year from the moment we got into contact to a completed product. Each dish could easily take more than two weeks and four or five failed attempts. The meat isn't overcooked, just grilled a little bit. After COVID, airlines are opening up new flight routes and attracting flyers with tasty meals. Last year, EVA Air added flights to Milan in Italy and Munich in Germany, with specially designed meals featuring beef cheek stew and coral grouper. If you're vegetarian, Tiger Air Taiwan has added more veggie-only options to its food offerings. And if you have a sweet tooth, Starlux flight attendants can make your bubble tea high up in the sky. With the launch of its new A350 planes, the company is offering a taste of Taiwan above the clouds. It seems that after the pandemic, travelers are not just hungry for new experiences, but also good cuisine. A Miali fisherman caught more than he had bargained for on Tuesday morning when he was fishing off the coast of Miali's Holong Township. Among his catch was a gigantic fish, 1.65 meters long and weighing 110 kilograms. He didn't recognize it at first, but after a look online, he discovered it was a yellowfin tuna, an extremely rare fish in waters near Taiwan. Let's hear from the fisherman. We had never caught this kind of fish on the west coast. I was shocked. It was really surprising because you don't really see these around here. I'll be getting a nice New Year bonus from selling it off. It may have followed a school of fish over and it may have run aground as it was chasing them. Perhaps the tide left it stuck in the area. It's kind of what happens to stranded whales and dolphins. Yellowfin tuna rarely stray away too far from the warm waters near the equator and very rarely show up as far north as Taiwan. For the fisherman who's been fishing for just over six years, it was a delightful surprise that it is sure to fetch a nice price just in time for the Lunar New Year. Computer games are not just for the young. A Taichung University has formed a League of Legends team just for those in their twilight years. The average age of the team members is 64. The young coach says she wants older people who are interested in games to have chances to enjoy them. We meet team stalwart Jiang Yisu, 66 years old, and hear how she went from being anti-computers to a dedicated gamer. A League of Legends battle is underway, but look closer at the teams and you see the contestants are all old enough to be grandparents. This team was formed at Hongguang University and the average member age is 64. When team member Zhang Yishu first saw the recruitment advert, she was attracted by the thought of learning new skills. She practices five hours a week, travelling from Taipei to Taichung just for training. I was both scared and happy when I first came across League of Legends. I thought, well, at least this is new knowledge for me. I don't give up. I've lived this long. How could I let a tiny obstacle like this defeat me? Now 66, Zhang had once upon a time rejected computers. But after deciding to give them a try, she found computer games can bring older people lots of benefits. At first, oh, I really didn't want to learn computers because I like interacting with real people. 
but after I checked it out a bit, I thought, hmm, this seems pretty good for our brains. And using my hands like this, they stay quite flexible. She works harder than anybody because she spends more time training than any contestant I've seen. It's already very unusual and precious that these older people are willing to play this game. So seeing as they are willing, I think I should help them taste the joy of it. The team recently sparred against a VTuber, a virtual reality streamer. Although they didn't emerge victorious, they were inspired to work even harder and play better next time.